Once upon a time, we were a thousand disparate kingdoms, spread over a hundred worlds. We were kings and cobblers, wizards and woodcarvers. We had our sinners, our saints, our blatant social climbers. But from the grandest lord to the lowliest peasant girl, we were, for the most part, strangers to one another. It took an invasion to unite us. Beyond the farthest shores of Never, a dark thing of infinite hunger grew in strength and ambition. One by one, our scattered kingdoms fell to the adversary's unquenchable appetite. Our homelands burned. Too few of us survived. Over years, over lifetimes, we hid and ran. We lived as outlaws and phantoms. We made our way here to this dreary, mundane place. The one world the adversary seemed to take no interest in. The people of this world knew of us as merely legends, fictions. But we fables are of flesh and bone. Their belief in our tales allowed us to live on. As years turn to centuries, we learn to set aside old grudges, united by our common enemy. We forgave our many grievances and made covenant with one another. And now, predator and prey, prince and pauper, are all of a single community, allied in our undying memory of the homelands and the unshakable determination that one day we will return and free our lands of the hated one. Fables Radio, an unofficial audio adaptation of the graphic novel series Fables by Bill Willingham. Chapter 1. Old Tales Revisited. I'm sorry if that isn't what you wanted to hear, but once again, the only problem that directly concerns this office is how beastly you've been looking recently. Was that supposed to be funny? Of course not, Lady Beauty. But do you know what else isn't? Headlines. Blurry photos of your husband. What is this? Monsters in New York? Where was the statement? I'm sorry, Lord Beast. I didn't quite catch that. I said, where? No, no. No. No one takes tabloids seriously, Miss White. What happens when some tourist gets a clear shot with their phone? Or a video? Or your husband transforms in front of a crowd of people? Panic, news coverage, exposure. Every single solitary agent the adversary might have out in the mundane world will be pointed directly at us. 
I've been charged with protecting every citizen of Fabletown. We didn't come here for a lecture. We came here for help with my husband's condition. No, you didn't. You came here for a handout. It's not my fault. My curse disappeared when my wife agreed to marry me way back when. But now it comes and goes. I told you he would blame me. I knew he would blame me. I'm not blaming you, darling. But I seem to turn back into a beast to the extent that you're mad at me. How do you not see that's the same thing? This would be easier, Lord Beast, if I could understand you better. He said that his curse reasserts itself to the extent that I become mad at him. Leading me back to my point, I cannot justify funding treatment for a preventable condition. <sighs> Preventable. Our budget is tight enough as it is. Apologies for my speech, Miss White, but it's this transitional berry that's the problem. We get it, honey. My fangs grow in before my mouth can get big enough to fit them. You have to complain every time? So I speak I funny. swear to God. In my opinion, your efforts would be better spent towards finding some marriage counseling. You can't expect someone to be married for a thousand years and be perfectly blissfully happy every second. Lady Beauty. The mundane may look to the government to solve their problems. The Mundies don't have our problems. But in the Fable community, we expect you to be able to run your own lives. Out of the way. Out of the way. Cutting the line. Bigby, Bigby, you gotta help. Out, Jack. Back of the line. There's nobody in here. That's because I don't like people. You might be waiting for a while. Something... Something's happened. Something... Something terrible's happened. Been climbing beanstalks again. Blown down any houses lately? Look. <sighs> Shit. Alright, Miss White, you need to sign here. Uh, here. Once here under the heraldic runes. And initial... Here. Be sure to get copies to zoning, records, and the Great Fairy Witch on the 13th floor. Of course, ma'am. Triplicated and notarized. Thank you, Buffkin. Mm -hmm. We don't appreciate being... <laughs> being uh -huh. ignored, sure. Miss White. Hi. You have my full consideration, my lady. But I am busy uh -huh. with four things at once because mm. our office is yes, overworked sir. and understaffed. Uh, Miss White, Sheriff Bigby is asking to speak with you. He says it's urgent. Thank you, Blue. Tell him I'll be there in a moment. We are far from done here. Our office can't afford to subsidize concealing magics or marital counseling. And to be perfectly honest, I wouldn't allow it if we could. Excuse me? Lord Beast, if you can't maintain a human appearance or purchase a glamour from one of our witches, you will be relocated upstate to the farm. Well, Miss White... This is outrageous. You are more than welcome to remain here in Fabletown, my lady. Maybe a little time apart would do you both some good. That's not fair. This isn't our fault. Boy Blue. Ma'am? Article 1, please. Verbatim. Right. Uh, no fable shall by action or inaction cause our magical nature to become known to the mundane world. Thank you. Of course, ma'am. Don't quote the charter at us. I have done my best to follow You are in direct violation of your civic duty. Our most vital law, my lord. Not appearing human isn't just a risk to you. 
It threatens the safety of thousands. Don't give me that. There's a damn flying monkey in your office. <laughs> Buffkin remains here as our archivist under the expressed orders of Mayor Cole. He's given his oath that he will never leave this office. I don't expect you would do the same, my lord. <sighs> We didn't escape the homelands with our fortune intact. We can't afford a glamour powerful enough to hide the curse. We barely make enough between us to make rent. And it's those same money troubles that exacerbates our marital problems and makes the curse come back. Most of us lost lands, titles, and fortunes when we fled the adversary. We've all had to make do. Obviously. I can see that. That hundred-foot pirate ship is very understated. Oh, and tell me, was that THE Sword in the Stone we passed on our way in here? Mayor Cole's ostentatious choice of decor aside, the fabled government is underpaid and we are doing everything in our power to keep the exile community together. Oh, of course. We get by on donations, not taxes, mind you. And half of our time is spent bowing, scraping, and kissing rings to get what we can manage to bring in each year. So please believe me when I say I can't help you sort out your problem. But you aren't the mayor. If you want to go directly to the mayor, that's your prerogative. But I'll tell you exactly what will happen. He'll listen to your problem and make all the right noises about how sorry he is for your plight. And his sympathy will be genuine because he's a wonderful, empathetic man. And then the moment you're out the door, he'll ask me what I want to do about it. I think it's safe to say you've just had your appeal to City Hall. You divorced your prince centuries ago. You have no idea how hard it is to keep a marriage going for so long. No reason to get personal, dearest. She openly criticized our relationship. I did no such thing. <laughs> and who are you to criticize anyone's personal life, huh? After your, your Darling. tawdry little adventure with those dwarves? Ah, uh, I see. I'm terribly sorry. But I'm afraid that we need to move on to Miss White's next appointment. Blue. No need to fret, Miss White. Everything's in hand. Excuse me. Lady Beauty, Lord Beast, if you wouldn't mind, I'm afraid we need to move things along. You can't just interrupt our- Ah, up you go. That's it. Very good. Thank you. We can only fit so many residents into Miss White's schedule every day. And we really must give everyone their fair share of time. Mm -hmm. Isn't that right, Buffkin? Absolutely. Filled to the brim with work, yes. Meetings on the half hour till closing. <laughs> uh, right. I'm sure. E exactly. Uh, Buffkin, could you get the door for us? Of course, Boy Blue. Thank you both for coming. Our door's always open. We weren't finished, Blue. Yes, you were, ma'am. Listen, take my advice. Some topics are best never brought up. Never discuss personal hygiene with a bridge troll. Never trade casserole recipes with a black forest witch. But above all, when talking to the deputy mayor, never mention the dwarves. Let's go home, darling. Fine. I have to get to work. You tell Snow White this isn't over. Of course. Good day to you, Lady Beauty, Lord Beast. Take care now. Thank you all for your patience. We will call for the next appointment soon. Hey, Blue. Morning, Sheriff Bigby. Is her ex-highness free now? Yes, she is. But she's in a foul mood. Great. I get to make it worse. Give me a minute with her, will you? Of course, Sheriff. Thanks, kid. Blue, Buffkin disappeared into the stacks again. I need those budget reports. And can you get me the high donors list for the Remembrance Day Gala? We're cutting it too close this year. <laughs> Sorry. Can't help you. <sighs> Sheriff, right. You had something urgent? What can I do for you? We gotta talk, Snow. 
This is about Prince Charming. I appreciate your concern, but I'm well aware that he's back in town. Apparently, he's even worn out his welcome with the inbred European royalty. I already got a call from him asking for an audience. He says he wants to talk business. Meaning he's out of money. I suspect. This isn't about your ex. When was the last time you spoke with your sister? God, what's Rose done this time? Gone missing, apparently. How's that? I have it on unconfirmed authority that something might have happened to her. Do you think you could be a little less opaque? Jack's in my office right now. Said he found her place trashed this morning. Is that it? From what I hear, Rosebred's apartment is trashed with alarming regularity. Must have been a hell of a party. Oh my god! Are you insane? What is that? One ratty t-shirt, lemon small, soaked in about a cup and a half of human blood, give or take. Pick me, it's leaking! And one gold chain with small rose pendant. Recognize it? Yes, that's Rose Red's. Found at the scene. The blood's hers, too. Are you sure? I don't make it a point to forget how someone's blood smells. Where is she? What happened? Is she alright? Not sure. I'm going over to her apartment now to check it out. You haven't been there yet? I'm coming with you. I don't think that's such a good idea. Let me take a look around first. She's my sister, and I'm your boss. I'm going. I told you as a courtesy, Snow. You gotta let me do my job. How about a compromise? I go with you, or you can clean out your office and get the hell out of the building. Deal? (sighs) Come on. Blue, hold down the fort. Where are you going? Hold my meetings. I'll be back soon. Uh, yes, ma'am. When can I expect- I don't know, Blue. Please. Okay. Okay. If you all will just sit tight. This goddamn cab go any faster. You can't smoke that in here, pal. Stow it. Okay, so I sent Jack on ahead to keep an eye on the apartment. He's waiting for us. A little like letting the fox guard the hen house, don't you think? If he'd messed with the crime scene at all, he would have done it before he came to me. Jack's a scam artist. I don't understand what Rose sees in him. I always got the impression that your disapproval was what she found most attractive about him. Here, keep the change. L.S., my mother can finally get that kidney operation she so desperately needs. twins were supposed to be close. We've drifted apart over the years. Kind of feels like Rose made a pastime out of getting under your skin. You're getting a little nosy, Mr. Wolf. Yeah, I do that. Jack. I locked the door like you said to. Uh, Miss White, what are you doing here? Not a word. Right. Go on, open the door. Okay, okay. Snow, hold up. Not if she's in danger. Rose? Wait. Oh my god. (sighs) Hell of a party. Oh my god. I told you. Blood everywhere. They even wrote on the wall with it. No more happily ever after. What is this? Warning. Rose? She's not here. I checked. You said her place got trashed. Not that a tornado went on a bender and took it Rose! out of the furniture. It's been a very long day. Rose? Snow, come here. You gotta breathe for me, okay? There's so much blood. Take a breath. Come on. That's it. Good. Alright. 
All right. Okay. I need you to wait outside. But what if she's in there and... Let me do my job. I'll sniff around a bit. Okay. Hold my stuff. I gotta clear out the cobwebs. <clears throat> Don't you mean the tar sludge? Shut it, Jack. And the door. Nobody comes in, especially Miss White. Yeah. How did this happen? I don't know. I was out all night with friends. When I got back, Rosie was gone and the place was destroyed. Alright, Wolf. Earn your paycheck. No more happily ever after, huh? So, they knew she was a fable and wanted to make sure everybody knew why this happened. Front door's not bashed in. So, someone she knew. Or someone who snuck in during a party and things went south. Looks like a damn Jackson Pollock. Everything smashed to pieces. Blood's all rose reds. Damn it. Actually managed to miss a few spots. Stereo's clean. Movie collection got off with a warning. What's a toaster doing next to the couch? Poor little guy. Kitchen's in better shape. Sort of. I'm not sure Rose Red's ever heard of a dishwasher. Or a food group outside of beer and takeout. Holes in the freezer. Something got drilled into the door. too. Why the hell was the freezer locked up? Come on, Rose. Don't be in here. No body, at least. Small favors. If you laid so much as a hand on her... I didn't. I swear. Well, what'd you find? I have a few tests to run. Tests? Did your nose stop working? Mm, it's all rose reds. Is she... is she in there? No. I told you. If she's dead, Jack, so help me, I will throw you down the witching well. I didn't do anything. Jesus! Jack, where's your key to the apartment? Here. Alright, let's go. I'm taking you in. For what? I hadn't thought about it. Let's just say resisting arrest. <laughs> You're fucking crazy. Did he do this? I'll get back to you. I didn't do anything. We'll see. I wouldn't hurt her. I love her. <laughs> get away from me. What? No. Sheriff! <sighs> no, what are you- Get off me, you power mad fuck shit! <laughs> Did you see that swing he just took at me, Miss White? I barely touched you! Better add assault to the <laughs> charges. Come on, Jack. <laughs> I got rights, Wolf. I think you got the wrong law enforcement in mind. Bigby, what are you doing? We'll figure it out, Snow. I promise. Shit. Ow. Mm. My arm doesn't bend that way, you asshole.
end of chapter one. Next time on Fables Radio, chapter two, The Unusual Suspects. <laughs>